0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode eight of Six String QP. It's Ben here with America's Favorite Frenchman. How you doing, Frenchie?
1: I'm doing just all right. How are you, Ben?
0: Just all right. That's sad, Frenchie. That's sad to hear. I know that it's been a rough week in the Frenchie household. No power for a while, huh?
1: Yeah, man. That uh, tropical storm really uh, came through and uh, managed to make us the last neighborhood in the entire town to regain power. PSNG has failed us in this instance um because route 27 is still closed right next to my house so it takes eight minutes longer to get to normal places in the town and it takes 15 minutes longer to get to work
0: yeah i mean that's terrible like you were without it for like four or five days and that's the reason we're yeah, so three and a half the days.
1: so that's, that, that's why i go with uh just all right the rest of the week has been delightful though once we regained power it's been smooth sailing
0: It just sucks when you're the place that gets hit by the storm, you know, like it hit New Jersey and everybody around us. And then people, if anybody's listening from like Texas or something, they have no idea what we're talking about.
1: Like I was scrolling on Instagram and like California Instagram was just chilling. I'm sitting in my room, no power, using the last 10% on Instagram. And I'm just like, wow, I wish.
0: Yeah. But long time since our last episode. So a fuck ton of NFL news once again, Frenchie. Let's start off. We're going to go to our boy Antonio Brown reinstated suspended for eight games so he had his whole foot flopping yep. on the retirement but he's back
1: yeah um i mean i'm happy to see it because now it actually opens the possibility of him being on a team to more than just you know conversation speculation to being a reality now like he could be signed yes there's an eight game suspension but you know the browns picked up kareem hunt and he had what a, a five game or six game suspension
0: i think it was 10
1: it was a 10 game suspension wow even see that's what i mean so you know, I don't think teams are going to be scared by that because Antonio Brown is dominant. And if he stayed in shape and he stayed like himself, even if he's a little bit reduced, he's still going to be enough for that late season push. If he comes in, you know, he hasn't played for eight weeks, he's going to be healthy too. Playoff pushes, you know, I can see a team like uh the Seahawks or the Vikings, uh, or, you know, maybe even the Eagles, a team that's like on the fringe of the playoffs or on the fringe of making it deep into the playoffs that wants that additional push.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think a bunch of those teams you mentioned have been rumored to want to sign him. But my hot take, I think he'll get signed like a few weeks into the season, maybe week four, week five, once we know for sure that there's actually going to be a season. I think teams are going to be hesitant.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the possibility of the season being canceled um, a short way or halfway through is, is still very high. But at the same time, I think that if, if it goes on, I mean, he's he's worth the uh, locker room news. He's worth the suspension. He's worth all that if it gets your team that additional push.
0: Uh, I want to hear a prediction. So we both think he's going to get signed, right?
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So if he gets signed, does he finish out the season? And like, if he doesn't, is that it for him?
1: If he doesn't, that's it for him. But I don't think he's going to let the, this third chance slip him. I don't think so. So you think
0: this is like, back to his star path kind of maybe not he's as good as before but he's a legit player he's going to keep playing for the future now
1: i definitely hope so uh and if corona doesn't cancel the season that's a huge possibility now i just have one yeah. question if he gets signed week five since he wasn't signed does that eight game suspension then account starting week six or has it started from week one?
0: Oh shit actually that's a good point i think you have to be on a roster for it to count
1: so there would be no if marriage signing a guy
0: like antonio brown in week five. So now I'm starting to think he's probably going to get signed before the
1: season. Yeah, that would make sense.
0: All right. But uh, another couple of guys who are big in the news, remember the whole DeAndre Baker, Quentin Dunbar thing? Yep. So they're getting their punishments. DeAndre Baker is suspended for four games. Quentin Dunbar has somehow escaped everything. He doesn't have a single suspension. There's no charges coming his way. It's almost like he's dodged all the blame and pushed it onto Baker.
1: Yeah, almost like he's um he snitched a little bit. He went rat style, six nine yeah. on him. Yeah, snitch nine. Say, it's looking
0: a little suspicious.
1: I mean, he really he really snitched to avoid a four game suspension. I mean, that's nothing really. If it, he should be more scared of the criminal punishment, but I mean, there's no charges. So
0: yeah, we don't know that he snitched or anything, but it certainly seems like at the start it seemed like they were together doing all of this, and then all of a sudden Baker's the only one facing any sort of charges
1: yeah exactly i mean hey i'm just surprised it was only four games to be honest i mean i know that the nfl isn't one to be suspending players for a long time um but i feel like with all the publicity it got it should have been a little bit hard to discipline
0: yeah i mean this is another one of those perfect examples for deandre baker gets four games for armed robbery josh gordon got 16 games for smoking weed like it just doesn't seem right
1: yeah exactly it's like it. An unequal doling out of punishments.
0: Yeah. But uh, another guy who got the punishment he deserved, Darius Geis, got arrested for domestic violence and the Redskins, oops, sorry, the Washington football team cut him Washington immediately Washington. after.
1: Cut him immediately after. Wow. Do you think he'll be resigned or?
0: No, I don't. Kareem Hunt was really good when he got resigned. Darius Geis has had a ton of hype every single year since coming into the league and he has done absolutely nothing.
1: I was going to say, I feel like I know the name simply based on potential, but like that the guy hasn't really done anything to really get my attention.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've probably heard him every single year in the preseason. He gets a ton of fantasy hype. And then between injuries and just getting outplayed by old man Adrian Peterson, we haven't really seen much from him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's sad to see.
0: But I mean, on the brighter side, a few guys who got signed, LeSean McCoy to the Bucks. That one's pretty interesting.
1: Oh, LaShawn McCoy still in the league. Do you think he's going to be the next Frank Gore?
0: I don't know. Frank Gore, he's still a workhorse. And LaShawn McCoy was getting rest games last year, like load management NBA type rest games.
1: Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe they're just, they're saving him because he's not that strong and they want him to have the the long-term potential. I mean, it's a running back, you know, they wear down very quickly.
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, I don't know that this – we talked about it before. The Bucs might have the worst running backs in the league. I don't know that this changes that at all or by much.
1: Yeah, because to be honest, like I don't know what level LaShawn McCoy is coming at into the season.
0: Yeah. I mean, what I expect is probably it's going to be Ronald Jones mainly as the workhorse and then a bit of Shady McCoy thrown in there. But I don't expect him to get a bunch of yeah, carries. Yeah. Definitely not. And I feel like the number one thing this, this did, like it didn't really elevate the Bucks much. It just killed all of Ronald Jones' fantasy value.
1: <laughs> and it didn't really do much to LaShawn McCoy's.
0: Yeah, exactly. LaShawn like McCoy is probably not even draftable. And now Ronald Jones just dropped like three rounds probably.
1: Fantasy is a cruel cool mistress in that sense.
0: Yeah. Which, Frenchie, remember, we're going to have our listener league this year. We are obviously fantasy titans. Absolutely. Dominant in
1: sport. Can I just say, can I just say, as a warning to any listeners right now that might be thinking of joining, be wary of any trade. Be wary. <laughs> because yes. we are trade maestros. Okay. Like we we sew them babies up. We make them packages all perfect.
0: Fuck the guys who don't ever trade, who just set their lineup and yeah. just trust their own guys. Like you're boring as hell.
1: I don't like that. Exactly, or like only does free agent pickups like boohoo, boring, bruh. Yeah. You have to add some skill into it and not just luck of, oh, did I lose last week and now I have a better waiver wire position? Like, that's it.
0: Exactly. Anybody who joins our league, be ready to fucking trade. It's going to be fun. We might fuck around, you know, throw some IDPs in there. We love those guys. Those are always fun.
1: I love, 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 love IDPs because it gives me something to root for when a team is on defense.
0: Yeah, it gives you another reason to watch
1: defense too. It It just makes everything more interesting.
0: Yeah, so uh, any listeners, start hitting us up. If you want to be part of the league, first come, first serve. Obviously, we'll announce it more officially on the Instagram, and then the spots will start flowing up quick, you know, just on the podcast versus announcing it on the Instagram. So get in now while you still can.
1: Yeah, facts. One gets a lot more publicity than the other.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, we'll mention it on the show sometimes. Shout you out if you beat us, of course. Probably scream at you more than shout oh, you yeah, out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it it's be cheated.
1: There will be some big trash talk as well. Some big trash talk. Oh,
0: yeah. If you've seen the show The League, you know exactly what we're talking about.
1: Absolutely. That's how serious we take it.
0: Yep. But back to the real news, Frenchie. Another guy, maybe he'll have some fantasy relevance. I doubt it. But Jordan Reed, back in the league, he missed all of last year. Going to the 49ers.
1: Going to the 49ers. Well, how many many downs is he going to get behind Kittle, though?
0: Not many. And how many downs is he going to get before he, he dies again? Not many.
1: Yeah, not many.
0: Oh, definitely not. I mean, he's behind the best tight end of football. And he had one good year, and it was like five years ago. It was 2015. So it's hard to really expect much from him.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, good for him, though. I, I, I After a year gone, I'm sure he's glad to be back playing some football. We'll see how long, depending on the season. But, hey, maybe he'll do something. I don't know. Maybe he'll surprise us.
0: And then another guy with Forty 49er another small pickup, but... After training DeForest Buckner, they're trying to reinforce the defense line. They get Dion Jordan, one of the biggest draft busts in a long time. But, hey, he, he got a spot. This is the perfect example of a guy getting his, a job purely because of his draft stock. But, hey, if it works out, maybe the 49ers <laughs> are the team to fix it. I
1: don't know. Maybe the 49ers are setting themselves up as some kind of rehabilitators for veterans and um, you know players who are on their way out of the league. That's always the strategy, right? You want to have big superstar players on big contracts and then fill in all the other spots with as many low contracts as possible. And How else do you do that? You take veteran players who are on the decline and you make them good for another year.
0: Yeah, low risk, high reward contracts. But like I said, huge first round bust. I feel like it should have been the Falcons guy, right? <laughs> but this is, a, this is one of my favorite news stories we've had in a while. So the XFL is back, baby. The Rock bought the fucking league.
1: For $15 million. My man, The Rock. Yes, sir.
0: So I have a conspiracy theory. I don't think this was a business investment. So you know how he was a failed football player, right? Pretty sure he just bought it so he can suit up one game and then shut it all down.
1: The most expensive football game thrown of all time.
0: But he's The Rock, though. Like, is money even matter? I mean, matter?
1: yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a terrible idea. I'm just saying, like, it's a good conspiracy theory. It makes you know It's, it's a very, very um, exciting story. It's an enticing story. That's what I meant.
0: Yeah, I like it. The XFL, I don't know. I wasn't the biggest guy. I've never really gotten into Whoa, Whoa,
1: football whoa, football whoa, 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 whoa. Keep that Battlehawks slander out of here.
0: That is true. Frenchie and I are both lifelong, diehard Battlehawks fans.
1: So. Absolutely. And that's why I was overjoyed at hearing that. Right? I'm just, I, you know, after the AAF, the XFL came in, and I thought they were the saviors. I thought they could do what the AAF failed to do. And then Corona hit, and I was so disappointed. I was so mad. So, I mean, I hope it's a revival.
0: Yeah, I would always take... More football leagues. I'll get into them over time. It's just in the half season of the AF and the half season of the XFL, I've never really gotten too, too into it. I did watch some XFL games though.
1: I got into XFL. AF, not really, but like XFL was exciting. It had like crazy trick plays. I felt like the uniforms were dope. Fans came out. The announcers were great. The you know coverage they had on the field was great too. I mean, I just, I love the environment.
0: Yeah. It's just football in general is good to have in the off season
1: exactly like the offseason for football is one of the longest for any sport
0: but college football if they move that to the spring that could be the solution here
1: i mean i always wonder why college football was the same times and you know like around the same like game schedules as the nfl i feel like that's why a lot of people are when they're football fans are either fans extremely of college or extremely of nfl and they're kind of like you know like if you're an extreme fan of nfl You know which college teams are good, but you don't really pay attention. If you're a really good college fan, you know which NFL teams are good, but you don't really pay attention. So it's kind of like if you gave it time to flourish on its own outside of the shadow of the NFL season, it would be a lot more enticing to other viewers.
0: Yeah, I would love that. It's hard to watch two full days of football, no matter how big of a football game you are. So moving into the yeah. spring, they could play some games on Sunday if they want. They could do whatever they want, really. I mean, college football is not really lacking for fans, but I still think it would be awesome for the viewers.
1: Yeah, I, feel you. I mean, I just feel like the, the culture around when football is, is the only problem. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, in college football, they're big enough that they wouldn't feel the need to do that.
1: But another reason would be like, who wants to go to a football game in April? Like, it just feels weird, you know?
0: Yeah, I get that. Kind of like a fish out of water thing
1: for yeah. football
0: not being in the fall. But the reason we got to talk about all this Frenchie is because of the Rona bullshit, you know, and again, ton more news yeah. for the NFL. We've seen a lot of opt outs were officially past the deadline, which get ready for this Frenchie. The total number of opt outs, 69.
1: Yes, sir. Gronk, dude, listen, the Gronk came back. This is Gronk's unretirement, right? And of course, 69 players opt out. Is it a coincidence? I think not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, we've had some big names opt out
1: yeah, to join I know. the
0: 69. One of your boys, C.J.
1: Mosley, you love
0: talking about that man, and he's opting out for this year.
1: And listen, at first I was kind of sad and distraught. But, you know, with how things have developed with Corona, I don't think C.J. Mosley opting out is bad because we pay him less. And if it's half a season, then we pay him even less than the, the less we're paying him. So, it's, it's in a way, it's saving us money, saving him energy, And it's allowing him to be safe as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, Frenchie, you know, for old times' sake, hit me with that stat you love about C.J. Mosley. We can't ever let it die.
1: Listen, C.J. Mosley only played three quarters of American football. And not one point, not one point was put up on the Jets' defense. Not a singular Wait, you're saying it was a shutout? I'm saying it was a shutout once C.J. Mosley was on the field. Oh I'm my. saying they had less than 100 yards of offense in three quarters.
0: Oh, my. Double digits? Wow.
1: And then he got it. Oh, And they no. came back and won 17-16. So, all oh I'm saying my. is if he stayed in for that extra quarter, I mean, the stats, the probability all points to the staying a shutout or being a low score for the Bills and the Jets dub. So, all I'm saying is the Jets could have been 0. .500 if C.J. Mosley played at least another quarter. Imagine how much more if you played another 15 games.
0: Uh, I mean, the numbers don't lie, Frenchie. Clearly, you guys were going to go undefeated, have the greatest defense of all time. Like, it's it's one of those Hollywood stories, but you just didn't have the Hollywood ending. It sucks.
1: Listen, it had to be, it was a reverse miracle in the sense that if the Jets were good, it would destabilize the universe. So, the universe had to throw a miracle out there for us to be so bad.
0: Oh, I mean, dude, if we thought 2020 was bad, imagine a year in which the Jets were good. Dude, there would be oh aliens everywhere. Man. Oh, my God. The fucking crap people take over. Just yeah, <laughs> It would all go shit. Exactly. But besides CJ Mosley, another big name, Damian Williams, he's opting out.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely a big hit to Kansas City. Um, It's not Pat Mahomes opting out. It's not Tyree Kill opting out bad. It's not Travis Kelsey opting out bad, but it's definitely an, an integral piece of their offense. But... I still think that the Chiefs are a, an unstoppable force, even without Damian Williams uh, You know, putting in whoever they need at that position. They'll be fine. They have Pat Mahomes at a quarterback, man.
0: Yeah, and they just drafted a running back in the first round. Clyde Edward hilaire We talked about a uh, fantasy stock going down for Ronald Jones. Clyde Edward hilaire just skyrocketed.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's your prediction? You've, you've been pretty good recently at, um, at rookie running backs.
0: So the thing with Clyde Edward hilaire he's a smaller guy, so there's always an injury risk. But the dude is so good at everything else. He's so fast. He's so quick. He's so agile. Great receiver out of the backfield. I think he can eat the Kansas City offense.
1: Did you just say great receiving back? Oh, yeah. Oh, Damian Williams opting out was a lot better than I thought. I thought it was almost a negative. That seems like he's giving space and time and you know downs and experience for this young back to flourish.
0: Yeah. With, if, with Damian Williams there, he probably would have maybe broken out the second half of the season. But now he has the full season to work. And... He could be really, really, really good. Like Kareem Hunt in the Chiefs offense, kind of good. Maybe not that good, obviously, because Kareem Hunt was a fucking monster for them. But he, Clyde edwards player was a first-round pick for a reason. He is going to be really good.
1: Are you, are you talking offensive rookie of the year type good? Or just like he's going to be another one of the guys in conversation?
0: I could see offensive rookie of the year. I could see it. The thing is, it's always a quarterback's award to lose. But I am worried about Joe Burrow because there's like no real training camp or anything. And rookie quarterbacks already yeah. struggle to adjust to the league. So we could see some ugly weeks for Joe Burrow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's also just about the, the quality of talent on the rosters. Joe Burrow and the Bengals versus, uh, you know, the Chiefs. It's a lot easier to, to name somebody Offensive Rookie of the Year if they're uh, an integral piece of uh, the offense that has a deep playoff push after coming off a, a Super Bowl win.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like we're talking maybe 13 and three Chiefs versus the five and 11, six and 10 Bengals, and you know Clyde edwards Lair, Even if he doesn't do so well with the yardage, you know he's going to get touchdowns. The Chiefs are just going to score so much; everybody's going to score. Yeah. Some other COVID news: Doug Peterson test positive, First head coach we've seen. It's got to be an interesting situation for the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm like I said. I'm just hoping safe recovery, no more infections. Football is back in the fall.
0: And we are so so hoping for that. But, I mean, like, this is already such a weird offseason that so long as Doug Peterson's feeling healthy, he's feeling good, he could pretty much do everything coaching-wise that he could do if he was there with the team.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not too concerning for a head coach to get it. You know, they, their job isn't as athletically demanding as a player, very obviously. So for a player to get it, you know, then it comes into question, like, will this impact them in the future? Doug Peterson, like, you know, maybe he's, he's going to be a little more windy going up the stairs, but... It's nothing too crazy.
0: No. And another guy who we thought joined him on the COVID list was Matt Stafford, but turns out that was a false positive test. And oh, his wife went off on the NFL. She said that they made her like a living hell. They turned into a nightmare because she knew they were safe and healthy, but everybody had just seen the NFL news. So anytime she'd go out, they'd always yell at her saying, Why are you out? Putting everybody else in danger.
1: Now, how does a false positive test happen? Like, was it (sighs) inconclusive? No like, like it was yeah, a false positive. Just, like I the mean, test it showed, like a was whole positive. mess.
0: Yeah, he had negative tests all whole week leading up to it. And then all of a sudden, he gets a positive test. And then somebody reports it, even though it turned out to be false.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know journalists. will snap up anything.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, my people, not so great. I'm going to be a different journalist though, front okay? I'm not going to be like the rest of them.
1: I sure hope you're not, Ben. Don't, don't give us the ESPN-style coverage, man. That's not what the viewers want to hear.
0: Yeah. And Gardner Minshew, he was another one. We saw him on the COVID list. And then, nope, he didn't have COVID. He said, the virus took one look at me and turned away.
1: Uh, yeah, the sunglasses on for protection. He was good.
0: Yeah. And this is a legit quote from him. Gardner Minshew, fucking legend, as always.
1: As always, man. I, I still feel like he's underrated, dude. I feel like he's very much underrated. He's, he's like a Baker Mayfield who like backs it up a little bit more on the field.
0: Yeah, I feel like Gardner Minshew is what Baker Mayfield wanted to be. Not necessarily talent-wise, but just the swagger and loved by everybody.
1: Exactly. like The style on the field, the swagger off the field, translating well. Like, I feel like Baker Mayfield is like two different people. His off-the-field persona is some played-up person that he wishes he was. And then his on-the-field play is just like, yeah, you really suck, bro. You a bum.
0: But he's got that one picture with a tiger. Like, he's shirtless in front of a nice car with a
1: tiger. I mean, this is a dope-ass picture. It's almost as good as Ed Oliver standing on a horse.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. And that's not
1: even impressive on Ed Oliver's part. That's impressive on the horse's part.
0: Yeah, Ed Oliver's like 300-something pounds. Good, strong horse you got there. Exactly. I don't think these NFL players are really going to be needing Tinder, but if they ever do, they got some good pictures to start with.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, man.
0: Uh, some more news, got some quick hitters. P.J. Hall traded to the Vikings. He was about to get cut. Vikings took a chance on him. And then the man failed his physical. So that trade didn't happen.
1: Failed his physical. How do you, like, what part? Like the whole thing?
0: Uh, They don't release that. But, I mean, he's a defensive tackle. He's a fat boy. So uh, maybe the conditioning. You have to do stuff like run a mile or maybe not a mile, but certain athletic tests make sure you can do things in certain times or certain amount of reps.
1: Listen, I just got to say this. Whenever somebody says run a mile, I laugh in my head because it's, it's so hard here. for regular people. <laughs> but for me, I could literally do it in my sleep. Oh,
0: you are so cool. Fingy. You're so, so cool. Imagine being so self proclaimed elite, so cocky, so arrogant, and still being a worse football player than the other person in this call. It's crazy, man.
1: Imagine calling the other person the worst player in this call when you got lurked. You got snagged on, buddy. You got You keep boomed.
0: saying this, Frenchie. It's just blatantly I, false. All right, so here's my proposal. I think we could have a lot of fun with this. So in the future, we're going to get the YouTube channel going, right? And it's going to be you versus me yeah. in every sport we can do.
1: Oh, I'm going to – I mean, maybe soccer. It'll beat me. Actually, you know, no, the, you'll probably get me in hockey, is, too.
0: I've never played hockey in my life. I can't skate. Never I play hockey,
1: then I'll get you in hockey because I can skate yeah. at least a little bit. Listen, I'm Dude, definitely is, getting you in basketball. I'm definitely getting you in rugby. I'm getting you in volleyball. Any sport rugby. where height matters. Oh, yeah, rugby. Height. I'm fucking taller than you. I'm fucking taller than you. I- <laughs> Listen, be quiet. No, you're not, Ben. Ben, be quiet. We're <laughs> the exact same height, brother. There's like a, why are you saying that Eddie- a quarter inch difference between us.
0: Then why are you saying any sport because where I height can matters? Jump it-
1: because I can jump higher.
0: All right, Francis, I'll give you basketball for sure. And I feel like you're going to jump off to a hot start with a lot of these sports, like even soccer. I used to be better than you without a doubt, but now uh, you might take me in that too. But I feel like once we start getting into the random shit, I think I'm going to make a comeback.
1: What random shit?
0: I don't know. Like if we start playing like racquetball or something. Racquetball, bro. Don't
1: even start talking about racquetball, bro. I I played tennis from the age of four to 12. God, you're even more of a loser than I
0: thought. Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm a huge loser, bro. I'm such a loser that I took four years off of playing tennis, came back, and played my cousin. And he he's the best player for his tennis club, and it took him four sets to beat me, Brad. It took him a full game to beat me. After four years of not playing a single fucking game. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, not even a single me, point. But I think we could have fun with that.
1: We could definitely. have, I feel like he'll definitely get me in spike ball though, if we could find a way to do spike ball one v one.
0: Yeah, some of these things are going to be hard to adapt. To to accommodate, yeah. yeah. I'm obviously concussed and not in shape in the slightest, but I'll I'll surprise you on some.
1: I feel you, I feel you.
0: But we both pretty much agree. I was like you, like just enjoyed the physical sports where I could just be better than people. And we both, we've done like bowling and golf and that bullshit together, and we both hate them and suck at them.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm terrible at golf. Like I sometimes I hit it straight and with good power. And there's other times where I slice that shit and it's like a six-year-old plan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun to do in the future. Yeah, know, Josh, Allen and Patrick Mahomes, they're having pretty much the same thing as us. Did they get this idea from us? Did they listen to the podcast and steal it? It's it's inconclusive at this current time.
1: I mean, but with a world-renowned podcast, an international podcast, if you will, it's, it's a high likelihood.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the news just came in, Frenchie. This is the greatest podcast in central, central New Jersey
1: in central central new jersey wow we made an other list that's crazy we just keep hopping these lists man
0: and yeah this is just one of i've stopped accepting the awards i don't know about you i just put in a fake address for them to send everything to
1: when was the last time we even checked the email man we must have like tens of thousands of emails in there
0: oh my dude my my favorite is we got one from this bot and it it was just like an account that i guess hits up just any girls with like a thousand plus followers or anything because it 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 asked us if they could use our pictures to post to their page. I need to email them back and say yes, so we can get our football memes right next to their girls. No,
1: not even just a football meme, Ben. Mm-hmm. Send them a swimsuit shot of you. <laughs> <laughs> Do an ESPN body issue for them.
0: Yes. All right, I'm in. Quality of the that. genders. I like it. But yeah, it's so Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they're going to have a throw off. And I, I kind of think Josh Allen's going to win.
1: You kind of think Josh Allen? I mean, it's definitely close. I think a lot of people underrate Josh Allen's arm. Um, but I mean, it's a th- is it just like a throw off to see who can get it the furthest?
0: So we don't know. And that's like that one event, I think Josh Allen could win. But pretty much anything yeah. else, Peter accuracy for yeah.
1: him. Accuracy for sure. But in in pure arm strength, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. That'll be fun, though. I would watch anything like that. That's what the old Pro Bowl used to be. I used to actually do... I was going to say, done.
1: yeah, that's that's like with the stuff they need to do at the Pro Bowl again. Sadly, we'll never see that. Kind of like the NFL rule changes again, you know, requested every season and never come into effect.
0: Yeah, the NFL really isn't that great at appeasing the fans, but they're so big that they don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. They don't innovate a lot, but hey, I guess they, it's the same old because it works.
0: Yeah, and like the league that's so great at it, the NBA... They're doing something. So J Cole, he's getting a tryout with the Detroit Pistons. Like he's been apparently practicing for like the last year, trying to be NBA bound. And the the Pistons are going to give him a tryout, which is just a great PR move on their, their part.
1: I was to say J Cole is definitely not strong enough to do very good at these tryouts. But I mean, hey, you'd you'd love to see it, man. It's fun.
0: J Cole probably not going to make the uh, NBA win win for the team though. You know, free publicity or maybe he's good enough to make the fucking team. The Pistons suck, but like. <laughs> Who could do that in the NFL? Like, what celebrities could make the NFL?
1: Um, Destroying. Is he the kicker? Yeah, the kicker. Okay, the yeah, kicker. that's what I thought. Yeah.
0: He's the perfect one, but like, kicker's not a big enough name. Like, I'm thinking The Rock. You know, he just bought the XFL. Like Absolutely. I said, it's about his dream. Yeah. But like, give him a try out at the end, you know? Rick Ross um,
1: is pretty fat. Rick Ross, he's not agile enough.
0: He's fat, though. He can play a line.
1: Channing Tatum.
0: What would he play? Wideout? Linebacker. Linebacker. Is he big enough for linebacker?
1: He's definitely big enough linebacker. Oh,
0: let me look it up. I don't think he's that tall.
1: Actually, yeah. I think he's like 5'9". I mean, most celebrities are not that tall.
0: Okay, no. He's 6'1". Okay, so his ideal weight... I hate how they don't... You know when you just look up the NFL player? You get their height and weight super easy? Why are they not doing this about celebrities? Yeah. It's fucking bullshit, man. Because it's All right, so this is some GQ bullshit. I don't know from how long ago. But he says he's 20 to 30 pounds over his ideal weight of 180. So he's, so about, he's 210.
1: about 210.
0: That is nowhere near big he, enough for a
1: linebacker. He, he'd get up to linebacker, though.
0: Maybe. I mean, 6'1", 210,
1: is more a wideout. But I don't think he's fast enough for wideout. That's why I said linebacker.
0: Yeah. Like, are there any clubs? The best I can think of is the Rock.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like there's definitely somewhere overlooking that used to be like athletes or something, but it is what it is. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure there's probably like that one listener who's like, Oh my god, how do you guys not know that one YouTube personality? He does like one on one videos with all these big NFL players, and we're gonna be like, Yeah, I've never heard of that dude before. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see.
0: Uh so we got two just, you know, typical NFL crazy shit talking in the preseason. The Cowboys are saying all three of their wide receivers are going to get 1,000 yards. So Michael Gallup,
1: Amari um, Cooper. What? I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, just roll that back. No NFL team is going to have three receivers to get 1,000 yards.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened. But they did have two last year. Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper, both over 1,000. But, like, so Dak Prescott said he throws for 5,000 yards. 1,000 plus to both Gallup and Amari Cooper. Probably, like, say, 2,500 total. Then, you know, the tight ends, the running backs, they're each going to get a bit. Wide receiver four and five. I don't think it's possible to get three receivers. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, if three receivers got 1,000, the rest of the team would have to share like 1,300 yards between the rest of them. Like, it would be impossible to target them that many times over and over again in one game. Even just, even if you did, just based on how quickly the defense would adjust, like, de- like uh, NFL game plans, it's just, it's not possible. Imagine a 6,000 yard season by a quarterback.
0: Honestly, like 20 years from now, probably going to be like, if you don't throw from 6,000, you suck.
1: <laughs> to be honest, man. Defense is going to become, how much can you push him back to slow him down? That's it. It's not even going to be like, can you tackle him? It's just like, can you push him back to slow him down for another second or two?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, another receiver, prime for a big year, Hollywood Brown, run 23 pounds of muscle. That was really the big knock on him. It 23?
1: Was
0: 100- yeah. That's a lot, right? Like, he was 157 pounds. That's a lot. Yeah, he was 157 Uh, Wait, he
1: was 157 in the NFL? You're telling me he weighed less than me and was in the NFL? As a
0: receiver? I don't remember what that weight was from. I think it was coming out of college, and probably he gained more. There's no way he played at 157, right? That sounds insane.
1: That sounds insane. He would get crushed.
0: Yeah, there's no way. But, like, that's good because he's had injury concerns. That's the big thing with Hollywood Brown. If he can stay yeah, healthy, he getting bigger would help.
1: Especially for his ankle. Yeah. Yeah. It reduces injury. I mean, that's definitely why they got him on the strength and conditioning program in the first place.
0: Hopefully it doesn't come at the expense of like his speed and his explosiveness, which is why he's so good. So, you know, it's a balance. Maybe getting bigger will actually slow him down. But hopefully this is what takes him to the next level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I surely hope when you said 23, I was just wondering, like, would it impact his speed? But, I mean, if he's at such a low weight, it would probably actually make him faster because it would give him an increase in fast twitch muscles.
0: Could. It yeah, definitely could. And, like, speaking of fast people, Frenchie, Matt Breida came out and said he is the fastest player in the league. Because last year, the the next <laughs> I'm sorry, stands. wait. Okay.
1: Matt Breida, man, come on. Listen, you got yeah, McCall Hardman. In Tyreek and the Chiefs, that's, that's two players from one team already that are faster than Matt Breda.
0: Marquise Goodwin is a track star, like at Olympic level.
1: Marquise, yeah, again, Marquise Goodwin too. Hollywood so Brown.
0: Th- yeah, like we just talked about. So I, like you, I first scoffed at Matt Breda, but he was the fastest ball carrier last year. Like the NFL next-gen stats, he was 22.3 miles per hour. He was the fastest guy in the league, faster than Tyreek Kill, faster than any of those guys. So he at least has an argument to make.
1: Well, his argument is I was the fastest in game in the league last year, but that doesn't mean he's the fastest NFL player. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah.
0: No, I agree with you. It's just like it's all situ- he it's has a little argument. situational.
1: But he has an argument. Yeah, he obviously has an argument. He's up there, but I'm just saying in a race, McCall Hardman, Marquis Goodwin, Tyreek Hill. He's not winning.
0: Yeah. And actually I think I saw McCall Hardman and Tyreek Hill race at practice. They did the forty and a sixty yard dash. And who won? I don't know if they made a video about it or something, or they're not leaking the results yet, but I don't oh, think they gave it out
1: yet. Oh, that's going to be interesting to see. I feel like it's going to be pretty close, to be honest. Like, McCall Hardman's a lot faster than people think he is.
0: So, the tweet I saw was from Nicole Hardman, and just the way he was saying it, he was like, What do you think won and stuff? So, that makes me think he won at least one of the two events.
1: No, I feel like he definitely won the 60 and Tyreek Hill won the 40. Because I, I uh, Tyreek Hill's like quicker, but McCall Hardman has like the longer stride.
0: Oh, okay. Nope. Just saw a tweet from Nicole Hardman. He said uh, he won in like a, a sad face, so Tyreek, I think, took both.
1: <laughs> Never mind. Tyreek took the 60s well. It might have been a little close if you put a sad face on the he won.
0: Yeah. Well, even the fact that Tyreek Hill was willing to race you shows that you're fast, so good for him. And then some more Chiefs shit. So, remember we were talking about how the Chiefs are getting pretty cocky? They were talking about beating MJ? Yeah, I heard that. They keep doing it, man. They keep fucking doing it. I'm starting to turn on the Chiefs. I don't want to do it, but like, they're getting kind of annoying. Like, Frank Clark came out and said that he and Chris Jones will go down as the greatest defensive line duo of all time.
1: Is it like two tackles, two ends? Do edges count?
0: Well, that's a good question, actually. But Frank Clark, defensive end, Chris Jones, defensive tackle.
1: Can we even say they have an argument here?
0: No. Off the top of my head, I can't really give too many examples for why they're wrong, but like, Frank Clark isn't. He's a really, really good defensive end. Probably top 10, close to it. But Chris I mean, Jones one of say, the best defensive tackles in the league. But like of all time, no way in hell are they the best of all time.
1: Definitely not. I feel like there's been much more legendary lines than that.
0: Yeah. Think about it. Aaron Donald and uh, Sue were together. That's close, if not better than uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark. There's better people than each of them. So just take a decent teammate with those guys and you've got probably a better line.
1: Yeah, okay, exactly.
0: Are you starting to turn on the Chiefs like I kind of am? They are getting a bit extra with these statements, are they not?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm going to get a little extra force in some of their hits in the season. You know, kind of like how baseball, they throw the ball at you a little bit harder, you know, a little bit close to your face. But this is just big talk. It's NFL off season. You know, players are bored. They might be worried about Corona.
0: Okay, so you're not, you're not ready to turn on them yet?
1: I'm not ready to turn on until it becomes like a problem during the season with their own ver inflating their success. Then I would say like, yeah, like shut up and put the work in, but stop talking. But it's the off season. You know what I mean? They're kind of just waiting around for something to happen.
0: Yeah. But I mean, what we said a few weeks ago, my prediction that people are going to start turning them real soon if they go to Dynasty. It's becoming more and more true every day.
1: Every single day gets closer, man. It's it's going to start slowly. It's going to pick up very, very quickly. Kind of like Patriots.
0: Another thing people are outraged over you saw the, the ending of the NFL Top 100, right? Lamar Jackson, number one. Patrick Mahomes, number four. Four?
1: Four. Four. You know, listen, I, I feel like anybody who's listened to the previous uh, podcast episodes knows that anything short of number one is um, disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes.
0: Agreed. We I mean, we talked about it at length. We don't really got to go into it too much. We we don't got to do. go into it. Yeah. I hate when people say that we can't argue this list because it's made by the players. Like the, all the players do is tell us they think this list is a joke, and then they do shit like this yeah. that tells us it's clearly a joke.
1: It's also biased by you know personal relationships and teammate relationships.
0: Exactly, and just the positions they play. There's literally been former NFL players on Twitter that say because you only watch film really of the position you're yeah. going against and your own exactly. position and your opponents. So he'd say he'd put his teammates first, obviously, which shows bias there. And then you put like other great defensive linemen if he's a defensive lineman or really good offensive linemen he played against. You're not going to get objective rankings here.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then our last bit of news this one was, I think this one was my favorite. So John Gruden stays crazy. He told one of his assistant coaches to tell the entire team that he had COVID so they'd start taking it seriously.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. And to be honest, that's genius. That's just the thing John Gruden would do. Yeah. It's a lot easier. To go around and pretend like it's not happening if it doesn't affect you or anybody around you. And it's no harm, no foul. Like, what do they do? Like, stay away from people and be safer?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think this is pretty much what everybody kind of needed. You don't fully understand how much, how real it is and how serious it is until it affects you personally. And I mean, your coach getting it, that's a pretty big deal.
1: Exactly.
0: But that's all the news we got, Frenchie. And, you know, we're going back to it. Last week kind of got crazy, man dose dipshits debate
1: we're right back and i would have to say it's almost an even better debate because it's even more obscure this time
0: yeah it's it's fucking hard to find debates man we struggled so we went extremely obscure you were 100 percent spot on with that
1: absolutely would you like to introduce it or would you like me to
0: uh, i got it. i got it so we're doing this is just some random top 20 useless superpowers from reddit i don't we're not going to give anybody credit because it was probably reposted 17 times before this guy posted it. So we're just going to go with it. There's some really fucking weird ones on here, but Frenchie and I are going to pick our best one.
1: Okay. So I feel like I'm going to explain mine first, you know, like, and I, I had a lot of possibilities. I mean, invisibility in the dark. At first you look at that, you see, you know, like, why would you want invisibility in the dark? That's dumb. It's already dark. It's hard to see, but I argue that it's simply more efficient. Think about it. You're invisible. You're invisible. Even if somebody shined a flashlight in the dark, you are invisible.
0: Yeah. Could definitely be very useful for, like, bank because, robbery. No, nah, not bank robberies, but, like, crime, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, like, to be fair, to be fair, it says in the dark, but above the man's head is a moon. Therefore, I took to mean that it was at night you are invisible, and during the day you are, you could be seen. It has to be UV light, not artificial light.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So I feel it, like it took a bit of a loophole there, but...
1: I don't think, no, when I say, like, what do you mean, loophole? There's a moon. Don't put the moon next time. Just put you know, invisible in dark.
0: You're right. Like we said in the last day, whatever the picture shows, you go with.
1: Exactly. Now, you know, summon a lamp once. Listen, how can you lose? You're literally getting a free lamp. Like, yes, you're getting only one free lamp and that's <laughs> it. But you're not losing anything, you're getting a free lamp. That's dope. Like, Fren- like Fren- my you question can stock for you. that you could stock that superpower. Think about it. You're in like a fucking cave in the middle of nowhere and you find like some old car battery or something, and you're just like, man, I need some light to create some fire or something or I'm going to die soon. And you're like, oh, wait, I can summon a lamp once and it saves your life right there. It's one of the most useful superpowers you've ever had.
0: Yeah, because, you know, all those times where I'm just lost in a cave with only a car battery to my name, I, that, that happens exactly. so much. You know, you know?
1: I mean, it's a, it's a possibility, but I had to choose, and this is a little obscure, but it has to be instant hair loss because I feel like it's <laughs> underrated. You look at it and you think, how could losing your hair in an instance be useful? Think about it. Distraction, right? Number one, distraction. How fucking Whoa, crazy wait, wait, wait. would it be to see somebody's hair fall out in front of you? Think about it. You could hit them with anything. You could hit them with a. You could say, I have cancer. And then activate your instant hair loss. And then, like, bam, your hair falls out. And you got a great excuse for whatever. Like, I got cancer. Is this a
0: one-time thing? Because I was under the impression it was a one-time thing.
1: Instant hair loss? It is.
0: Okay. So then... This is the same problem as the lamp. When do you use it? It's, it's kind of tough to decide exactly. Okay, right but at the same is.
1: time, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is there's so many uses that it makes it useful. That's the point.
0: Yeah, I get that. I'm going to go obscure as well. So one of them on here is revive bugs. So I'm thinking.
1: Oh, I've thought about that one too. I want right? to go with this.
0: Yeah. So if I'm just killing bugs and then reviving them, I don't think every bug is going to become loyal to me. But it's got to be a numbers game, right? Like if I just keep reviving these bugs, some of them are going to look up to me as God, right?
1: Yo, I have to say it clicked in a moment and I realized that like, yeah, you could have these bugs worshiping you. And there is a high ratio of insects to humans. My only problem with this is you we just don't know the limits. Like how many bugs can you revive at once? Do you have to kill every bug or can you use a machine to kill every bug and then you only have to revive them? Like, you know, what are the conditions here? How much time would it take to revive these bugs?
0: That, yeah, that's the thing. The reviving time could be an issue, but I don't. The other stuff you mentioned, I don't think we got to deal with all that. I think. I but can I mean, it, like if you think bang, about
1: it, it, it actually could be useful because you could have like you could just kind of like stow away in a cave, and you revive them, right? So they can't die. You have immortal bugs.
0: Why are they immortal?
1: You're reviving them. You can revive the bugs. Oh, I, I can revive really. them
0: infinitely. Yeah, but they're not immortal.
1: I can just. The base. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're basically immortal because you're there. And so yeah. you can exponentially grow your insect army. You don't even need to go kill other insects. You just have the insects that you already revived to make more.
0: Yeah, exactly. And bugs breathe so fucking fast. I don't know that undead bugs can still breathe. Yeah. But...
1: See, my, my only problem here is with the communication. Like, how are you going to get orders out for them to do things? Like, yeah, they'll be under your control, but like, how do you direct them? You know what I mean? Like, they, will, they might just fly around you in a giant protective shield and they won't do anything. They'll just protect you from being killed. Yes. Yeah, so but they won't help a... you take over the world.
0: Yeah, it might be like a years long process because i mean at one point dogs were wolves and then we somehow taught them to pretty much listen to us and follow our techniques yeah, so i right. think
1: but yeah, that's another thing though like time becomes a question for usefulness because of its efficiency if this power takes time for it to reach its potential how much better is it than instant hair loss which is instant
0: yeah okay no i get you so it's like a so let's relate it back to the draft. You know, you're taking like that safe prospect. You know, you're going um, to no, solid... Yeah, essentially,
1: essentially, Yeah, essentially, the way I went about this debate is I figured I'm going to choose a superpower that has the most efficiency to potential.
0: Whatever, man. You're killing the analogy, okay? So you relate it back to the draft, right? You took the high floor prospect. You know he's going to be a starter, but he might not be a star. I went for that superstar, you know? He could end up being the greatest player of all time, but he could also end up being like a out-of-the-league-in-five-years kind of guy.
1: And, and that's why I think you went with the wrong one because, you know, it just ends up so super useless.
0: I don't think there's too much risk to my plan. It's just like, is it really going to be worth it all the years I would have to well, dedicate it, it to my That's bug what I'm army? saying.
1: That's the, the risk is the, the loss of time because yeah, time is I a guess. valuable resource. That's why, again, I went so with efficiency. I
0: could, I could take over the fucking world with my bug army. I think it's worth it.
1: I mean, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say realistically, a bug army doesn't stop a nuke dog or a missile. Well, or but a bullet.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but I'd have so, so many bugs that we would take these bullets.
1: You know? Yeah, but how would, how would you develop this army undetected and get it so big that they couldn't just nuke you at that moment? Like, you'd have to have such chance to go under the radar and build such a massive bug army that the second you're detected, you're being able to be protected.
0: I don't know. I think I could get, like, an island or something. And also the the risk, and and you
1: say there's no risk. No, the risk is being uh, an international criminal and a war crime.
0: Well, no, because no one's out here looking for the bug lord who has a giant massive bug army. So I'm going to have. But once you become
1: detected, I'm just saying, listen, I'm saying if you fail, the risk is you are going to be an enemy to a lot of people and a lot of people are going to come after you. If I fuck up with the instant hair loss, who's going to be mad?
0: Exactly. You're low risk, low reward. But I, I'm high risk, high reward. You know, it could be fun.
1: But 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 that's my point. My point is the high risk makes it useless.
0: It doesn't make it useless. It's just risky. That's the definition of the word risky. But whatever, man, let's read some of the, the other crazy ones. All right. Let's let's see real quick. Let's pick the
1: worst one on here. Like the most useless one. Abnormal arm hair growth. That's <laughs> no, got to be the no, one because no, 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 no. No, there's no. just nothing bad about it, but there's nothing good.
0: No, I don't agree with you. Because we don't know what abnormal means. Maybe you could have one of those super weird superpowers, like where you just have unbelievably long arm
1: hair and you can yeah. use it to like lead traps and stuff. Nah, it's definitely read your own mind. That's got to be the most useless one. Again, okay, no, because everybody, everybody does you, that.
0: No, I don't think so. Because sometimes you don't even know. Is it mean. talking about reading your you don't subconscious? Even know what you yeah, I think so. Like I think you have full okay. understanding of yourself.
1: Trash detection. Trash detection. Now, it's definitely between absorbs bad luck and communicate with fruit. Because one of them is just so useless, I can't even come up with an idea of why you would want to communicate with fruit. And absorb bad luck is just bad. And you pass on that bad luck if you absorb it.
0: I don't think so. I don't think that's included. I don't think those are useless. Like that and bullet attraction, assuming you're not suicidal, I think those are negatives. They're not useless. They're they're just negative superpowers. They hurt you more than they help.
1: Therefore, they're useless because it's not a superpower. It's a super crutch.
0: I really don't think you know the word useless. Whatever, man. Let's just move on. Desaturation for starters. Like, what does that mean yeah, for No,
1: I think it just desaturates your so you skin become and like clothing. Gray scale, right? You become grayscale.
0: Let's think about that. Would that be good or bad? I feel like there, there's some use to that. I don't know what it is. You'd be a social outcast for sure. But
1: What use would there be? I mean, other than, I mean, you'd be a celebrity, like an infamous, like a, a circus act celebrity. So, I mean, it wouldn't make you more money than the instant hair loss.
0: Yeah, you might never ever find any friends or relationships cuz you're going to be
1: great, but You'll have money. Yeah, you can make no, money. I'm sure, like I'm, a sure I'm sure I'm sure there'll, there'll be people that sleep with you just to say they did, you know? So you're not going to be alone alone, but it's definitely not going to be a fun life. I still stand with the fact that the most useless one is definitely abnormal hair growth cuz I cannot think of a single thing to use for that.
0: No, I I really think like we don't know what abnormal means. It could be like a weird-ass superpower where you have long-ass hair and you can learn to control it. And, like, I don't know, you but I'm, go- and, like, I'm going by the picture
1: and it just looks like it's a hairy wrist.
0: Well, no, that's not abnormal, though. Like, that picture is just a hairy person. You're never going to find a picture of a...
1: That's true. I still think abnormal hair growth, bro. Right? I, like, I don't know any other one on there. Because arm- it's lifetime. just arm hair. It's just arm hair, bro.
0: Stand by that you, can, that you can find a use for that. Like Turn into a laptop. What the fuck do I get out of that? Okay, That's just but essentially You,
1: you get access to the internet. You're immortal.
0: No, I no, don't no, get anything. Don't, I don't get anything. You don't I become conscious. a laptop. I'm only used. I don't, laptops, as far as we know, unless it's a night of museum scenario, laptops yeah. don't do anything on their own.
1: What if becoming a computer is more peaceful? We don't know because we're not laptops. What if becoming a laptop is the key to finding eternal peace? That would be cool. That would be really cool. I feel like that's a high-risk, high-reward possibility. <laughs> I you know? don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, but what about ultra-fast aging we have, or invisible handwriting? We haven't talked oh, no, about dude. invisible yeah, handwriting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, we can talk about those, but the, the most useless one, it's seduce In, hats. Invisible
1: handwriting has no, it, to be the most useless.
0: It's seduce hats. How is it not seduce hats? Seduce
1: hats. hats. Like, but invisible writing, like all your writing is invisible.
0: No, that, that can be good for coding and stuff.
1: But who can, who can decipher it?
0: Only you. Like, so you can write some cool-ass shit. And maybe it's hereditary. You don't know that. No, but dude, tell me how seduce hats is not the most useless one.
1: I mean, it's up there, but it's just like how hair is it growth.
0: What do I possibly gain from seducing hats?
1: <gasps> what do you gain from abnormal hair growth? It's time. I've told if anything, you. You tied. could
0: use it to fucking grab things and people and set traps.
1: But it doesn't say instant. It doesn't say crazy. It just says abnormal.
0: Well, abnorm- there's really, really hairy people, you know that, right? So that's like a couple inches. So we're talking abnormal, which means extreme.
1: Yeah, so and like, it doesn't give you control over the arm, It just so it just be floppy arm hair. It it's only uses hair.
0: I don't think that's true. I think like didn't couldn't Rapunzel kind of use her ponytail to do cool stuff? I think you could get there with your arm hair.
1: No, the story is just she dropped her hair down because it was long enough. Like it's just, and then long. she used it and to because climb because down. There's right? a lot of it. Did, did she not she find did not use hair? it to climb down. I don't it, think the that's prince true. climbed up her tower using her hair.
0: Okay, then I could use my arm hair to help other people into like watchtowers and whatnot.
1: And then, and she she cut her hair off to climb down, kind of like a rope type shape, which is why she has the short hair in the story and she's unrecognizable and is able to go throughout the town and live her life. You obviously did not read, I didn't Rapunzel, read or but, watch or Rapunzel. I listen. I, I this is all based off like the four scenes I remember from the movie. Man, I have no clue if it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just remember she has long hair at the beginning and at one point I remember a scene where she has short hair so I'm guessing that's what she did
0: alright yeah let, let's just hit on the other ones so we got acid tears I mean that's the same as like bullet attraction you're just killing yourself
1: yeah what about super slow mo though
0: yeah super slow mo like
1: it sounds like there could be a use for it but what cause I mean like just cause you're going slow motion doesn't mean you have more control like you're just going slow motion and I'm also confused like the super slow mo means like you act in super slow-mo or you go or you 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 act so fast the world around you is super slow-mo no no it's a picture you have of the ability to, to activate he super slow. slow
0: no no i think it's permanently that he's oh okay it's per
1: and that, that's definitely the one then that's definitely the one then there's no yeah, that sounds awful. like that's definitely the one i mean no, you, do, you, you can't even come up with a hype for
0: seducing hats other than like sticking your positive hat,
1: like for seducing hats because i've been distracted okay let me think the fact that you seduce a hat means that it is conscious. Therefore, if you seduce the hat of a high-powered person, you might be able to influence them.
0: No, I don't. I don't think so. Like we, are not clear on what seducing means. Does that mean like it's just gonna let me stick my dick in it and enjoy it, or like what? What it means it's, mean?
1: it's, it's, it means it's attracted to you.
0: Yeah, but it's still an inanimate object. So what does that gain me?
1: Does that mean that it then has to have the ability to have consciousness in order for you to be able to seduce those hats?
0: I don't think so. I think it only gains consciousness in the sense that it's attracted to me. Which, what does that get me? Like, does the hat secretly have a vagina?
1: Any possible argument in this scenario hinges off the fact that with the addition of seduction, there's the addition of another element of consciousness, whether that's full consciousness or like, you know, emotion. So, fucking a hat, like, I don't know, maybe that feels good, but super slow mo?
0: Frenchie, I, I have full reign to fuck a hat, regardless. Who knows if it's gonna like it? I don't need it to be attracted to me.
1: Okay, that's absolutely true, but at the yeah, same so that, time, yeah. So that's the
0: most useless one to me. Super slow might suck, but seducing hats doesn't change anything in my life.
1: Okay, again, I, I it's because we're basing our argument off of different definitions of useless.
0: Yeah, whatever. Let's just what, what does seventy-five percent levitation mean?
1: It means kind of like think about something bobbing in water that's that type of levitation it's not really levitation it's kind of like yeah you kind of just like hover a couple inches above the ground permanently
0: (laughs) no but that's what levitation is hovering above the ground 75 75
1: percent it's impossible like it's its own it proves itself wrong
0: yeah that one makes no sense because you can't
1: you if you're you're either levitating or you're not that's a that's a really good one's
0: the dumbest one on here because you can't even argue it because it's just a meaningless statement it's just but
1: yeah it doesn't make any sense like fucking strength. seducing hats.
0: Yes, seducing hats is very unclear as well. But one second super strength is another one that we haven't talked about that. I, I think it should only be you get one second ever. I don't think it ever recharges. So this is another one, like your instant hair loss, where if I use it properly, it could be so, so helpful.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking about like, because if, if you're safe and cautious with the one second, you could really use it usefully at any point. There's no yeah. wrong way to use one second of super strength. You know what I mean? Like, there's not one way to maximize the potential. Like, everything's got a a good and a bad side to it.
0: No, well,
1: I feel like that's more the more, the more fairer ones. Kind of like getting the lamp once. Like, yeah, yeah sure, but I mean, this it's is not better great. Than one lamp. Yeah, <laughs> it's better get one lamp. Sure, it's not great, but it is technically useful because you're getting a positive gain out of it.
0: Yeah. Problem is, I wouldn't want something like that or instant hair loss because I feel like I'd just use it wrong. Where I'd be too cautious. and oh, yeah, about that, that I would never end up using it, you know. I feel you. Control, remote control. I don't think that should only mean a TV remote. I think that should mean any sort of remote, like a g- garage door remote or something like that. So there's a lot of potential for some fuckery with that.
1: There is actually a lot of potential. Um, but I was mostly thinking, like, how is that? You know what I mean? Like, useless. Like, we invented the remote in the first place so we didn't have to stand up and push buttons. So if you're then reinventing it so you don't even have to stand up to grab the thing so that you don't have to stand up anymore to push more buttons, that's, awesome. like, quadrupling the usefulness. It's immune to the argument, really. There's yeah, that one's new. just
0: fucking awesome. Like, it's super cool. Yeah,
1: I don't like get I, why I made this list, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. That one's not a use to supercar. That's fucking awesome. The, the whole, like, reviving bugs thing, that's like the more cool one. Like I would actually want that because I could take yeah, over the yeah, world potentially. Cool. But this is one that like there's no downside every day. Everybody use. would want it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome.
1: Exactly. Dude. There's Control also alert. remote
0: controls for light switches and garage doors, like I was saying. So you could theoretically just get into people's houses and whatnot.
1: That's a good point. You could just zap open somebody's garage or their gate.
0: Exactly. Like there's the obvious awesome use where you can just be lazy and not have to touch T V remote. And then there's also yeah, the potential that's true. to do some cool shit. That's
1: true. I mean, but like communicating with fruit, like yeah, I that's, like that's, a, a, that's just like seducing hats. No, like, to what are you gonna get out of it? Hats. What does it change it? But like, if you're just, communicating, but what are the fruit gonna tell you? I don't know. That's why. Like, I what I do have they have out. to tell you? Yo, I today, know, yeah, today I, today I, I stayed in out. the same spot. I've been sitting in six days. I mean, no, just because so, you communicate doesn't mean they're friends with you. They could bully the shit out of you. You're just angry orange. That's just angry orange. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, you get this power, and then it just destroys your life because every day you get bullied by your fruit.
1: You fucking wake up. The rotting apple is just like, how come I've been in here longer than the last time a girl was in here, bro? Get your shit together. You're just like, damn.
0: <laughs> and also, how are you going to go to the grocery hurting. store? All those fruit are going to make fun of you, too. Because I don't think you could turn this off. I think yeah. you just hear fruit whenever they want. No, to you just
1: do. communicate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like human beings, like you just hear sound. Man.
0: Yeah, now that I think about it, that one's too risky.
1: Yeah, I would be scared of that one. That's definitely the, the worst one I'm not going to cap.
0: And also, think about it. Maybe you do have a girl over something in front of your fruit, and your fruit keep fucking screaming at you or talking to you. She's going to think, like, if you ever respond.
1: You're crazy. Show,
0: yeah, exactly. You're just a fucking yeah, crazy Yeah, and you
1: might get locked up in a mental ward. Exactly. And it would mess with you, and nobody else would hear it but you.
0: Maybe that's yeah, what schizophrenia so, is.
1: Maybe communicating with fruit is the gateway to schizophrenia. Wow.
0: Maybe it is schizophrenia. Maybe all schizophrenic people have just been talking to fruit their whole lives.
1: I think that might be it, to be honest. We just saw schizophrenia. Have Run there ever been us.
0: any cases of schizophrenia when there was no fruit in the immediate area? I would like a, I don't a think so. study on that.
1: I don't I think so. I don't right. think it's possible.
0: Holy shit, man. But uh, then the last one is just ultra-fast aging. That's that's just suicide again. Like All these are just suicide yeah, with extra steps. All right, let's wrap it up. What's your favorite and least favorite?
1: Favorite one, I'm definitely gonna go with desaturation, just because like who the fuck thought that? <laughs> Imagine being able to do what a photo app does to like real life. That's it. My it least favorite one a... is communicate with fruit because you get schizophrenia, but like that's oh, 100%. Just basic.
0: Hundred percent. I'm, I'm with you on the worst. Like that one's an easy worst for me. It's it's way too risky. easy. And then my What's favorite best, is uh, controlling the TV remote because there's potential for some cool shit. And at minimum, I just don't have to ever use a TV remote. Yet.
1: You're right. It's another safe bet.
0: Okay, that one was actually surprisingly good. It took, <laughs> it took a lot to find that, yeah, but I, I had fun with it.
1: I was going to say, like, I was, I was surprised we came at it from so many different angles.
0: So it wasn't exactly dose dipshits debate. It was more like dose dipshits solved another world problem.
1: International podcast, now international problem solvers. Next thing you know, Nobel Peace Prize.
0: I mean, we, we literally solved schizophrenia. So, whatever. No big deal. But let's get to our tried and true favorite segment, Frenchie. People are stupid.
1: Oh, man, you know how much I love this one. It's been a staple in this podcast for a reason. Now, my people are stupid. It's not directed at a singular person, but more the group that I would like to refer to as the NBA hype fans. Because, see, they 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 click on and they obsess over every little detail of, you know, Zion Williamson, LeBron James, James Harden, just a big name. Like some ESPN journalist could take a picture of James Harden throwing out a granola bar wrapper and like, "Oh, James Harden eats new granola bar is in 2 weeks. Is he going to drop another 50-point game like the last time he switched granola bars?" Like that, that that's what it sounds like these days. Like recently, they talked about Zion Williamson losing his shoe in the article header. They then proceeded to spend about 4 to 5 paragraphs talking about just him and how he was particularly like fatigued or how he lost his shoe at some points during the game things that have pretty much zero influence over the actual points and outcome of the game was about 40% of the article and i'm just wondering like who are they writing these for who what are these people that are clicking these articles and actually reading four paragraphs about Zion Williamson being tired with six minutes to go, and then reading a whole paragraph about what the coach was thinking in the moment, what the players on the bench were thinking in the moment, and what the team trainer was saying to him. Like, how is that important for one game in the bubble that they won by 10 points?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm 100% with you. It was against my Grizzlies, so I was watching the game, and then you sent me the article, right, with the header. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The header is Zion Williamson loses shoe and Pelicans get big win. Like what?
1: Yeah, like I, I seriously thought we were in like a meta meme. Like I thought this was like a joke. I thought I was like going to click the link and it was going to be like, ha this is actually the onion.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't, it feels like such obvious mockery of the Zion dick riders and the people that ESPN are accused of being. Like everybody says all they do is cover Zion and LeBron. And then they come out with bullshit like this and prove it's true.
1: Exactly. It's just, it's mind-boggling.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's actually, uh, that's pretty related to my people are stupid, Frenchy. I, I, too, went with the NBA, and I just want to call out every motherfucker who said, oh, the NBA season's never going to work. This whole bubble idea, it's so stupid. Fuck you guys. Basketball is back, and it is goddamn awesome.
1: I love the passion. Quick, simple, straight to the point. And, I mean, like, it just – I mean, yeah you don't even have to talk more about it. Like, it's just the proof is in the pudding. It happened. You said it wouldn't. Here it is.
0: Yeah. Have you been watching the games, Pernod? Because I've been watching a lot of basketball recently.
1: Oh, yeah. No, we we watch. Like, dude, because they're all entertaining. I don't know what it is, man, but they're all close for some reason. Most of them, at least. Some of them have been blowouts, like, two. But most of them have been down to the wire to at least the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we just missed it so much that – we feel like it's better, but it definitely feels like every game is awesome and every game is super competitive.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But I actually had a second one. So my other one is Rutgers. Uh, we talked about how we're not going back to school. My housing was canceled. Yet Rutgers still felt the need to charge us our meal plan. You have to separately cancel your <laughs> meal plan despite them taking housing away from us.
1: I'm so confused. So if you're not having classes, if you're not having housing, how the fuck is the meal plan even available?
0: Not only Like, that, are they going to
1: open the cafeteria for people living around campus so they can eat or something?
0: No. No, they're not. Because one out of the four dining halls, like, there's four campuses on Rutgers, right? Only one of them is open. And only one fucking market, like, one store where you can use your meal swipes at is open. So there's two options for you to use this entire meal plan where you're not even going to be on fucking campus. So fuck you, Rutgers. They're going to swindle thousands of people out of money.
1: It's all about money, man. It's a business.
0: Yeah. It's a love-hate relationship with your college, right?
1: It always is. Ten years from now, we're going to be like, oh man, I love my college. And right now, we're like, bro, this place fucking sucks. Like, I want to get out of here.
0: All right, but that's uh, that's all we got, Frenchie, unless you got something else, man.
1: No, nah, I think that's about it. I think we've covered every base possible.
0: All right, baby. Take us out.
1: Uh, bah, aujourd'hui, je vais uh, garder le français assez court. Uh, bah, je crois quand même que um, de parler en français comme ça à la fin des, uh, des, des podcasts qu'on fait Et qu'on a créé pour l'instant, ça m'aide à m'apprécier et m'améliorer en parlant la langue. Donc merci Ben pour m'avoir donné l'opportunité pour pour parler comme ça. Mais ouais, bonne nuit, bon rêve et j'espère une bonne journée demain quand vous levez demain matin. Oui. Baguette.